Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello there and welcome to the first ever Squiz Kids Squizzy Awards. I'm Bryce Corbett, host of Squiz Kids, your daily dose of kid-appropriate news. And I'm Claire Kimball, the co-host of the Squiz Today podcast and editor of the Squiz Today email. For all the adults out there, we're your shortcut to being informed. Claire, thank you for clambering down out of Squiz Today Tower to join us here at Squiz Kids HQ for the first ever Squizzies. You are very welcome. Now, given that this is the first time we've staged these awards, we should probably take a moment to explain them. The Squeezies are awards given out to the most striking news stories of the year that just was. The funniest, the quirkiest, the smelliest, the most inspiring. So, are you ready to look back over the crazy year that has been 2020 and pick a few winners? I most certainly am. Let's get this show on the road. Alrighty. The first category is the weirdest news story of the year. Claire, who are our nominees? Bryce, there are so many to choose from this year. (laughs) It's hard to know where to start. But Yukon seems like as good a place as any. It's a territory in Canada up near the Arctic Circle where the winters get crazy cold and every year they stage a hair freezing competition. Ah, People go into the pool of warm water. It's the middle of winter there. They wet their hair and they let it freeze in all of these fantastic shapes and sizes. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was a cracker. The photos Mm. from that were fantastic. Nominee number two comes out of Singapore, where the Singaporean authorities decided to road test a robot dog to patrol a local park to ensure that people were social distancing only in Singapore. And it's hard to go past a couple that lived in a castle in Ireland. Their job was during the pandemic lockdown to walk through and flush the castle's 68 toilets every day to make sure that the pipes kept working. Wow. Every day they just walked in and out of all of those rooms to flush all of those loos. Imagine that. People say to you, what do you do for a living? Flush toilets. Flush toilets. Yeah. Imagine the toilet ducks they must go through. (laughs) (laughs) Three very worthy nominees there, Claire. And who is the winner of the squizzy? The votes are in and the squizzy for the weirdest news story of the year goes to... The hair freezing competition in Yukon. The photos of some of those hairstyles are just phenomenal. (laughs) They certainly are. Congratulations, hair freezers of Yukon. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, we should mention that there are links in the episode notes to every one of the winning stories. Moving right along, and the next award is for the funniest news story of the year. And when you look back on 2020, it doesn't appear that there was all that much to laugh about. But... Thankfully, we managed to dig a few nuggets of humour out of the news cycle, including... In Japan, where roller coaster riders were told not to scream for fear of spreading the coronavirus. You know it's 2020 when even a ride on a roller coaster is unusual. Yeah, true. That's so wonderfully Japanese. One of my favourites of the year had to have been the Battle of the Bums. I'm not sure if you remember this one, but the museums (laughs) around the world were competing with one another to see whose museum had an artwork with the most spectacular bottom. The competition included sculptures, paintings, drawings, and lots of those wonderful marble statues that you find in museums of Greek gods wearing hardly any clothes. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Lots of museums were closed for long periods of time throughout the year, and this was a clever way to get people to engage with art and a good way for museum curators, who are people who put exhibitions on, to show off the buttocks in their collection because who doesn't love a bum? <laughs> and not to be outdone on the bum front, <laughs> how about the space potty that was loaded oh, aboard yes. a rocket and sent to the International Space Station because everything is weightless in space and it tends to float rather than fall. Going to the toilet in space is a whole thing. An absolute whole thing. The winner of the inaugural squizzy for the funniest news story of the year goes to... The Battle of the Bums. Congratulations to those museum curators who knew that what the world needed right now was a good laugh. Right, moving on. And the next award is for the smelliest news story of the year. One of my personal favourites. And there were some real stinkers. That's right, Bryce. The first nominee is the outback town of Longreach in Queensland, which in July had to ban a couple of emus from coming inside the local pub because they were stealing people's toast, (laughs) they were stealing tourist breakfast plates, and they were doing these really big stinky poos on the floor. I remember that. That was awesome. But what about the lion? tamer in Germany who, in order to make money during the lockdown when his circus was closed, started collecting lion poo and putting it in jars and selling it to people (laughs) to sprinkle on their gardens to scare off domestic cats. How inspiring. (laughs) I can tell that poo's a bit of a theme for this category. (laughs) We like poo at Squiz Kids. What can I tell you? And look, I tend not to get into too many poo stories in the Squiz Today, but nevertheless... (laughs) That's your unique selling proposition for Squiz Today. (laughs) The third nominee in this category is the story about scientists in the Antarctic using satellites to take aerial photos of penguin poo, which leaves a really big red stain on the ice. And they then are able to work out the populations of that flightless bird. They were larger than they previously estimated. Wow. Very impressive. Well, those are three wonderfully stinky nominees for this category. And the Squizzy Award for the smelliest news story of the year goes to... The emus who pooed all over the pub floor in Longreach. We'll get that trophy off to the emus later this week. I am sure they'll be chuffed. They will be delighted. Okay, moving right along, and it's time now for the grossest news story of 2020. There were plenty of stories that fitted this particular category, but we've managed to narrow it down to just three. Claire, the nominees are... An American bloke called Joey Chestnut. He's known as Jaws to his friends. He holds the record after managing to stuff down 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes. According to scientists, the maximum number of hot dogs a human can scoff in 10 minutes is actually 84. So there you go. Not a record I suggest anybody try at home. (laughs) Uh, The next nominee was the tadpole creature that makes a home for itself out of, get this, its own snot. It's a tiny creature that lives in the ocean off the coast of California in the United States and exists in a snot bubble that it continuously secretes. Imagine living inside your own snot bubble. Oh, gross. 
Probably my personal favourite, though, is the story of seven-year-old Samir Anwar. He's from Dunedin in New Zealand. He blew his nose and a piece of Lego popped out. (laughs) Now, that piece of Lego was one of those tiny little arms and it went missing up Samir's nose back in 2018. Oh, my God, two years it had been there. It only came out when he smelt a plate of cupcakes. It was covered in fungus. Oh. Double. (laughs) Wow. There's some really good entries in there. But I think it's pretty obvious that the award can only go to one of them. And quite frankly, he is the standout. (laughs) The winner is... Samir's snot-covered Lego arm. (laughs) Congratulations to Samir for what I have to say is some excellent work on the gross front this year. And yes, there's a link to the fungus-covered Lego arm in today's episode notes. Moving right along, and we come to the Squizzy Award for the cutest news story of the year. And amid all the grim news that 2020 dished up, there were still plenty of moments of pure delight as well. And this award recognises those news stories and those moments that reminded us that there was still a lot of cute out there in the world too. The first nomination is the return of the pink dolphin to the Pearl River Delta. It lies between Hong Kong and Macau, and it's one of those stories where the slowdown of human activity due to the coronavirus saw wildlife return to areas that haven't been seen in ages. Mm. One of my favourites for the year too, and this is the second nominee, were the penguins who went to the movies. (laughs) With zoos closed around the world, zookeepers had to get inventive about how to keep the animals in their care from going stark raving mad from boredom. And the clever zookeepers at an aquarium in Chicago decided the best way was to take their penguins out on excursions. They visited an art gallery, they went to a football stadium, and they even went to the local cinema. Betcha ten bucks they watched Madagascar while they were there. (laughs) It's a good movie too. Good movie. Love the penguins. And who could forget Daisy, the St. Bernard dog? She had to be rescued off a mountain in Wales after she hurt a leg. St. Bernard's, of course, they're known for being mountain rescuers themselves. They're trained to clamber through snow to try and find people who might have been caught in an avalanche. And so to rescue the rescue dog, it was quite a turning of the tables. And it made for some very cute photos as Daisy, who was so big and so heavy, she required no fewer than and four people to carry her down on a stretcher. Oh, Daisy, the shame. (laughs) (laughs) Claire, it's interesting, isn't it, that all our nominations for the cutest story of the year are about animals, but perhaps Mm. not surprising. But there can only be one winner, and I'm sorry, Daisy, it's not you, because Mm. the Squizzy Award for the cutest news story of the year goes to... The Penguins of Chicago. The world of sport was pretty heavily disrupted this year from the AFL to the NBA to kids' footy and netball comps all over Australia. And yet we still managed to have enough sports stories worthy of competing for the first annual Squizzy Award for Sportiest News Story of the Year. The nominees are 16-year-old Paralympian Cole Pearce from Echuca in northern Victoria. Now, Cole lives on a farm with his family and he's qualified for several swimming events at next year's Tokyo Paralympics. He has a prosthetic leg, and he had to find ways to keep training during the lockdown. And because the local council pool where he would usually train was closed due to the coronavirus, 
he started swimming laps in the muddy waters of the dam on his family's farm. His mum used empty milk bottles to make lane markers, and except for the odd leech and yabby, that setup apparently worked very well for him. Oh, yabbies and leeches. Gross. Ugh, the worst. Bryce, what about Georgie Rose? She's a 28-year-old Australian women's rower and she broke a world record without even really trying. Georgie hopped on her indoor rowing machine back in April and she just punched out a cool 21 kilometres. <laughs> and in the process, she beat by 40 seconds the world record, which had previously been held by American Esther Lofgren. Oh, the only world record I'm ever in danger of breaking without trying is for talking, I think. <laughs> I think you'd do quite well in that. <laughs> then there was, of course, one of my favourite sports stories from lockdown. You might remember a couple of teenagers in Italy went viral during the height of the global lockdown when video emerged of them playing tennis across the top of two apartment buildings. When tennis champ Roger Federer saw the video, he thought it would be good to surprise them by showing up unannounced, which he did, and their reaction when Roger Federer walked into their house was just priceless. And the squizzy for sportiest story of the year goes to... Cole Pierce from Echuca, the Paralympian swimmer from Victoria. His determination to forge on and keep training in the middle of lockdown embodies so much about the pluckiness that so many had to display through this very unusual year. Absolutely. Which is a nice segue to our next and final award, which is the award for the most inspiring news story of 2020. And there's a clear frontrunner. His name is Tom Moore, an ordinary bloke from Bedfordshire in England, who turned out to be the hero the world needed this year. Early this year, aged 99, he set himself the goal of walking 100 laps of his garden before his 100th birthday. His intention was to raise money, his target £1,000, for the doctors and nurses of Britain to help them in their fight against the coronavirus. But within three and a half weeks he had raised a staggering £38.9 million. Wow. With people from 163 countries pitching in worldwide. Captain Tom, as he's known for his service during World War II, was eventually knighted this year by the Queen for his remarkable efforts. Go, Tom. Kids out there who have taken up a musical instrument will appreciate the efforts that Evan Cam, a music teacher from Hong Kong, went to. He put his piano on the back of a van and instead of students coming to him for lessons, he took the piano to them because coronavirus. Ah, very impressive. And then the next nominee, of course, is the staff at Yarra Plenty Library in Melbourne, who, knowing that the Melbourne lockdown was going to be especially tough on the 800 elderly members of their library community, set about the task of phoning each one of them to check in and make sure they were doing okay, which I think is amazing. And the winner is... Captain Tom. Not only did he raise a lot of money for the UK's fight against the coronavirus, he inspired people around the world to help their communities in what has been a difficult year. Wow, Claire, that has been quite the gallop through the best stories of 2020. Thank you for your help. That's my pleasure, Bryce, and thank you, Squiz Kids. Before we go, a quick reminder that while the daily Squiz Kids episodes are taking a bit of a vacation until the start of school next year, 
There's a whole bunch of summer programming planned for the long, lazy summer months ahead. There'll be a quiz every Monday, plus the highly anticipated Kids vs. Adults Super Quiz, where you get to find out who's smarter, kids or adults. And of course, the best way to make sure you don't miss out is to subscribe to Squiz Kids on whatever your preferred podcast app is. Everything will still be available via the website, but by subscribing, you'll receive a notification each time some new content drops, because I'd hate for you to miss out. This is Bryce Corbett, signing off and reminding you all to get out there and have a most excellent summer. Over and out. Squiz Kids is proudly supported by the Judith Nielsen Institute for Journalism and Ideas. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun. Free. Fresh.